Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank the Dolphins Talk Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. With me today is Matt Mariani. Hey, guys. And Jim Johnson. Good evening, everybody. How you guys doing? I'm good. Good. Yeah, doing doing well. Workday's over, and uh, we're t- going to talk some football. So yeah. what's, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Taron Armstead might not be doing that well, though, because <laughs> he got hurt in uh, camp today. So they carted him in the f- facility. He was evaluated and uh, came back out, and uh, they're going to send him for an MRI. I guess we'll hear about that tomorrow. You know, last week we we watched the team go out there, and they lost 19-3, to and everybody's down on the offense. And we kind of joked about it on the last show. But I think it's important to take into consideration that McDaniel is experimenting with different packages and plays to see what it looks like versus an opponent. New stuff comes with new wrinkles, so it takes a minute, you know. And uh, that's what practice is for, right? Oh, yeah, and and you throw in the number two, three, and four starting O-linemen and your number two and three quarterbacks and your number four, five, and six receivers. And right. Things things tend to get messy really quickly. So uh, they did move the ball well, and you know they had some good positive things. But you know that it's a glorified practice scrimmage. So uh, I don't get too up or down. Don't about get too worked up about it, huh? That's it. Not throwing stuff at the TV. <laughs> I do think there's a conscious effort to kind of uh, lay out and see what they can do. Like the the, the defense is trying to do what stopped the offense last year. And I think there's a conscious, a conscious effort to uh, see, see if they can, you know, bounce back from that poor finish from last year. And it makes sense. So get I out think there. that's the reason they drafted a chain to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Get out there. See, see, see what you can do. See, see what you can't do. Find out. Now's the time to find out. Right. Yeah, well, yes. So what do you guys think of, of Wilkins sit in? Ah, you, you know, this has been a topic of of frustration and conversation for teams across the league. 
you know, contracts are becoming less and less of a contract and more of a uh, written guideline. And if somebody doesn't like it or they want more money, they they sit out, sit in. It just sounds dirty to me, you know. They're paying him good money, regardless of whether or not he gets a new contract. He's being right. paid for the time he's not working. Exactly, exactly. And and these players know it. And he's waited till now. You know, up until now, he said, "Oh yeah, it's all about the team, and I love it here, and I love you know, it's all good." And now that it's getting towards crunch time, right? Now he's now he's making more of a stand when he knows he has more leverage, and that's. That's the dirty part of it for me. I mean, I understand he, he thinks he should get more money, but... Oh, we all do. Yeah, I need more money. Matt needs more money. Mike wants more money. And, uh, you know, if I pitch a fit here at work, I'll, I'll probably not get paid. So, um, you know... <laughs> yeah, it, you'll, it, be, you'll be sitting out, not it, in. Yeah, so... Don't forget, uh, uh, this is a guy who spent four years in a locker room with Xavier Howard, who's a guy who knows a thing or two about getting more yep. money and getting new yep. contracts. Yep. So. Howard was giving him advice, go for the money. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has manipulated the system pretty well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? They're both good players, and I don't yep. have a problem with them, you know, having demands, but I do think that they should work while they're in the building. Yeah, I, I'm not overly concerned about Wilkins holding in. I mean, a, a hold in is, what is it? He's there. He's not playing. Like, it's just his way of saying, all right, oh, let, let's okay, get this done. Okay, but you said it. How, how much do you have to say it? Right. Yeah, I, I hear you. I they're they're going to do yeah. what they're going to do. They know right. what they're going to do. He doesn't. But the bottom line is, they've already told him they want him here. They already told him he's important to the organization. So sit back and wait. You know, be patient and see what they do. Uh, that's just my feeling on it. Because I kind of think, like I said, it's dirty. You're being paid to work and you're not working. So let's talk about the roster a little bit. Uh, Matt, I have a question for you. Okay. There are seven former Pro Bowlers on our roster. How many can you name? All right. Seven former Pro Bowlers. We got Xavier uh, Howard. Yep. Jalen Ramsey. Yep. Tyreek Hill. Yep. Taron Armstead. Yep. Okay, those were the easy ones. No, well, it's <laughs> one more easy one, and then they All get right. hard. <laughs> uh, Jan, did Waddle make it last year? No. Nope. No, he should have. There's one more easy one. Who am I missing? Chubb. Oh, Chubb, okay. All right, Bradley Chubb. Okay, all right. Now, there's two tough ones, apparently. Did his Connor Williams made one? No. Nope. No? Okay. Jim, do you know it? Uh, I got a pretty good idea. He's new to the team this year. He's on special teams. Yeah. Jake Bailey. Yep. There's one more. Oh. And Justin Bethel. Yep. Oh, wow. Justin Bethel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really was not expecting Bethel. You know, the Bethel thing shocked me when I was doing research on it. And I was like, really? He's a, he's a pro bowler? Wow. I never, never realized that. So, yeah. He actually made three. Yes, he did. Yep. All right. Well, so let's I'm talk about the roster a little bit. Uh, those who are 30 and older are Armstead at 32, Bethel at 33, uh, Lamb's 31, Mostert's 31, Buey is 31, Chosen is 30, Howard is 30, and Croft is 30. From 21 to 24, we have 35 players, and you'd expect that because we right. have a lot of uh, you know free agents. 25 to 28, though, there's 42 players, and that number surprised me. That's, yeah. that's a little higher than I thought it would be. 
29 to 32, there are 12 players, and obviously one over 33. All right, so here's how the roster breaks down. There's 43 offensive players, 44 defensive players, and three specialists. Of the 90 players on Miami's roster, 26 of them, which is 28.9%, were drafted by the Dolphins. Miami also had 18 undrafted college free agents on the roster that began their NFL careers with the Dolphins, bringing the total of 44 of the 90 players, that's 48.9%, that began their NFL careers with the Dolphins. And that number is probably higher than I thought it would be also. That's actually almost impressive. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's half the roster right now yep. is, is brought in by the Dolphins. Yep. I wonder what the NFL average is. I don't know. I honestly don't. Of Miami's 90 players, 37 of them, which is 41%, were not selected in the NFL draft. Hmm. A total of 37 of the 90 players, 41%, are in their third NFL season or less. A total of 85 of the 90 players is 94%, or 30 years old or younger. Now, Tua is 14-6 and six in his last 20 starts. How do you feel about that? I think we'd take that mo- from most people. Yeah, you, you can't really complain about that win percentage right there. You know, th- there's a caveat with everything, though. You know, uh, you know, he wasn't able to play in our, in our playoff position. Right. So, so that, that's a strike against him. But, uh, you know, hey, we've seen what he can do. Let's, let's hope that he puts it on display this year for all 17 games. Since he entered the league in 2020, his 61.8 winning percentage is 10th among all NFL QBs who started at least 20 games. The nine that are in front of him are Mahomes is leading the pack at 81.6. Then is Josh Allen, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Roethlisberger, Hertz, Jackson, Tannehill, Brady, and Prescott. Some Those, surprising names in there. Yeah. Mm, one big bit. one. <laughs> well, you knew Mahomes and Allen were going to be up yeah. there. You knew Rodgers yeah. was going to be up there. Roethlisberger, I really didn't expect to be in the top 10 because he was kind of, you know, uh, his play was falling off a bit. And uh, Tannehill, I don't even want to talk about. <laughs> that was the well, surprising one. <laughs> he had a, he has a lot of regular season wins, but you know that that goes out the window when it comes to be crunch time. So yep, in Tennessee too, for a long time he he, he was kind of in a perfect situation with a great oh, defense. I thought so. Incredible running God, back. God, so yeah, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna help him out a little bit. Yeah, Derek. And, and, and we know that's who he is. That that's the kind of team he needs to right. succeed, and that's right. why we moved on from him. He needs to be a part like Tua needs to be a part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very similar in that way. The other thing that demonstrates, though, is that is that great defense and that great running back didn't get it done in the playoffs. So that's something to keep in the back of your mind, that you've got to have that quarterback and passing game that can strike quickly in the playoffs. Yeah. Speaking of striking quickly, Hill's 1,710 receiving yards are the most in NFL history for a player in his first season with a team. It broke the record held by wide receiver Stefan Diggs when he had 1535 receiving yards with the Bills in 2020. That's not surprising. No, it's not. It would have been very interesting to see what he ended up with if Tua had remained healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. That would have been that would have been fun to watch. He probably would have broke the 2000 he's looking yeah. to get this year, but it's tough. It's that's a real tough number to hit. Yeah. Yeah. 
even with the added game to the season, it's still you know you've you've got to get a lot of receptions and a lot of a lot of long long yardage passes to. You to also get have those to numbers. stay healthy. Oh yeah, and hope your quarterback stays healthy. And hope your quarter hope your quarterback likes to throw to you a lot too. Yeah, well he he does. We got to give Hill credit. He was an absolute animal last year. Uh, I mean, he he was unguardable. Um, he came as advertised. If you remember in the beginning of the year, maybe better than advertised. Yeah, I, I yes. said that. Yes, better. Because <laughs> yep. everyone was down on him. Everyone's saying, yep. "Oh, you know, don't draft Hill in your fantasy leagues. He's gonna yep. be. He's not gonna be anything without Mahomes." Then he came right. out. And he had the best season he's ever had. Yep. Yeah. And the thing about it is, he likes. He trash talks a little bit, but then he goes out and he he. Shows them how the cow ate the cabbage on the field. So that's that's fun to watch. So, Matt, you came up with some things that you are happy about. Okay, yeah. Do you want to I mean, name a few of them? Yeah, sure. Um, just, you know, it, it's, hard, it's, hard to get, it's hard to get really excited about things that are happening in training camp. Of course. But with the joint practices, the name that keeps coming up and up and up and up and up and up and up seemingly every day is Jalen Phillips and the D-line. You hear it in the joint practices that the Miami defensive line is just in the backfield every single play. And the reason why they're not getting sacks is because you're not allowed to hit the quarterback. But if this was a real game situation, Ritter and Stroud wouldn't be getting any passes off. You just, you've heard it from all the joint practices. And last time I was on the podcast, I said the defensive line was going to be the best unit on the team. And it's early in the season, but I think they're proving me right so far. <laughs> it's yeah, really agree, exciting to hear so far. Yeah, yeah. I, it's really exciting to hear about Phillips's progress. It, it's it's um, especially that Phillips is is kind of like turning into maybe a possible elite pass rusher. That's something we didn't expect from him. I think getting drafted at 18th, um, if he can get into that stratosphere with like Miles Garrett and the Bosas. That would be something that would just give this team such a huge advantage if he's if he's turning that kind of corner. So that's kind Back of the when thing he was I'm most drafted. Lewis and I had a discussion, and Lewis was down on him because he was getting pushed around a little bit. And I had to remind him that uh, the same thing happened to Jason Taylor. Uh. He didn't come in and hit the ground running as fast as people probably think he did. He struggled a little bit his first year or two. Yeah, and uh, you know, until they bulk up their body and perfect their pass rush moves, you know, they're going to struggle. But these these are not you know overly large men. They have a, a smaller frame, and uh, they need to win with strength and speed. I've heard some comparisons that he's he's built very similar to Jason Taylor, which which is you know fine and all, and like you said. You're trying to bend around an edge or bend around a corner. Uh, if you lack just a whisker of strength, you know, you, you go down on one knee or you lose your balance or what have you. You know, um, you know, a guy like Cam Wake could just bend right around that corner and rarely lose his footing. But he was one of the best at it. Oh my goodness. He'd be he'd be he would get so low. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Unbelievable but, bend. Yeah, yep. but you know, those little things and it's you know, if they say it's a game of inches, you know, it's how many times did we have we seen linebackers and other edge defenders be, you know, almost make a play? Yeah. And, you know, that little bit more strength makes a difference between, you know, a quarterback getting the, making that touchdown, touchdown pass or the highlight reel strip sack. So, you know, these are things that 
are really exciting to hope for the best. And the, the thing that really kind of gets my motor running about this is you've got Chubb on, on, and Phillips that you can put on the field at the same time. If you're a defensive coordinator, what do you do? You know, run the ball up the middle into Wilkins? So these are alignments that I like our chances on. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what this, this front seven can do. Same here. Got any others, Matt? Yeah. Um, another thing I'm pretty happy about watching one preseason game and just reading the reports coming from camp is the draft picks are making a little bit of noise. Cam Smith, Devon A-Chain, even Higgins. They're getting mentioned, and that's a good thing. We all True know story. the Parcells. Uh, we all know the Parcells quote: "If they don't bite his pups, they probably won't bite his dogs." Or if that's the quote, if I'm, I'm sure I butchered it. Yeah, it's close. It's close <laughs> enough. Yeah, see, if, they, if they don't bite his pups, they're probably not gonna bite. Right. All right. Well, it's nice to hear their names pretty routinely, day in yep. and day out. Yep. And uh, Higgins had another touchdown today, for what it's worth. Yeah. He seems like he's got he, he, he's got something going. He's got some yeah. hands. He's got some length. He's got some offensive ability. He's got some speed. He knows how to get open. He can run a few routes. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's that's it. it. That's well, it. we got nothing out of the draft class last year. Zero. Yeah, exactly. Think, so. Well, I'm still hoping Tyndale finds how to play linebacker. But Well, that's another one of my exciting Things about camp this year, I keep hearing Azukan was named in a, yes. in, in, a, in a good role. He played great in the preseason game. He, he did. He was, he yeah. was all over the place. And What's he going to do this week? Yeah. Yeah he, yeah, he cracked off two. What did he run for, 60 yards or something, a 39? Yeah. He looked 50, good doing it, too. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's the whole Debo Samuel thing, you know, that McDaniel was doing in, in San Francisco. So that adds another twist to the to the offensive playbook, I'm sure. Yes, it does. Yep. Come on, Matt. I'm oh, you want me to keep one. going? Sure. All right, all right. You wanna this is uh this is this comes from the department of no news is good news. Right. Um I don't hear anything about Austin Jackson, which I feel is a positive. Well, everything <laughs> could be said has already been said. <laughs> I think we're all just tired of that conversation altogether. So maybe he's hanging in there at right tackle. I'm maybe not he hearing is. he's like I'm not hearing he's like ruining everything. I'm not hearing he's getting pushed around. I'm not hearing he's on his back all game or all practice. I maybe know they were pretty happy thing. with him until he got hurt last year, you yeah, know. So but you know, I'll take that for what it's and, worth. And he's battling. That's what you want to see. Yeah. So, all right. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. But when you go to Austin Jackson for a positive, that's kind of harsh. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> well, that's, that's digging deep there, Matt. That's digging deep. We haven't had a whole lot of good news coming out of training camp these last few weeks, so it's, it was not easy to come up with positives. Come on, the glass is always half full, right? <laughs> Not when you're losing Pro Bowlers seemingly every oh, week. First it was yeah. First it was Ramsey, then it was Waddle, and today it was Armstead. Oh God. Well, Waddle's okay, and maybe maybe Armstead will be okay. That's yeah, well, what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Armstead said he. I guess he told Hill that he says he'll be all right. He's just old. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, it, it, it's tough when you rely on you know thirty plus year olds, uh, you know, at, at these type of positions because it's you know <laughs> it's easy to get hurt. I it, I guess he kind of got rolled up on today, and uh, that's what hurt his you know leg. And so we'll see. Hopefully, he did no structural damage, and it's just more re you know rehab. At least last year he proved he can play at a high level with oh, very yeah. little he's, preparation, he's awesome he's and he's banged up. Yeah. <laughs> so at least he's got that going for him. We we can trust him to get out. There. I should correct myself though, because he played hurt last year. You know, yeah. he had yep. three or four injuries at the end of the year, and he battled through them. So right. I mean, I give the guy credit. Yep. And he played at a very high level the entire yeah. time. Oh, uh, the the team did much better with him, you know, on that left tackle position than he did than they did without him. That's for sure. I would just keep him out of preseason and let him eat his Cheerios, whatever he wants to do on the <laughs> sideline. And that's uh, it. That's it. Plug he doesn't him get a lot of. He doesn't me. get a lot of. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. Okay, I was going to say he doesn't get a lot of a yeah. lot of fanfare, but he's probably one of the two or three most important players on the team. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's one of them things where you plug him in on Sunday and hope for the best. So uh, the less reps he gets. Is probably going to keep his, you know, body in better shape for the long haul. So, Hill, Waddle, Tua, and Armstead all have to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yep. they're, they're key components. That's the offense. That's they're it. Key components. <laughs> the rest of the guys. The rest of the guys you can swap in and out, but those yeah. guys have to stay healthy. So, what else we got? Well, I just wanted to kind of pump up uh, Devon Chain again. Uh, Matt mentioned him briefly, but this is a guy that could impact our offense more than we expect or think maybe because he's he's been making plays. He's been catching the ball out of the backfield. He's, you know, they've put him in pass routes. They've, you know, he's run between the tackles and he's made some plays in all, in all different aspects. So that's exciting to see. And, you know, when he got drafted, ah, he's just a little speed back. He's not going to be able to carry much load Scott and all back, of that. Yeah. But, you know, he's he seems to want to have a bigger responsibility out there on the offense. And if he keeps playing the way he does, he's going to get it. Well, he had trouble gaining yardage last week, you know, but I, I didn't attribute that to him. It looked like, you you know, Baldy did a breakdown, and you could see. I mean, he did what he could do, you know. There right. there wasn't holes. So right. yeah. I'm sure they'll fix that, and uh, he'll have some success. He looks yeah. like he knows what he's doing, and he, I like the way he runs. He's, he's you know, he's <laughs> got his pads at the right level, and he's got some strength for holding the guy. Yep. Seems like everybody, when they see him for the first time, has like nothing but compliments to give yeah. him. It, it, ever, ever since rookie camp, uh, they're like, wow, A-Chain's yeah. something. And then yeah. the vets showed up, and they're like, wow, A-Chain's something. And then we even see it like in, just in the first preseason game. We're like, the wow. kickoff return alone showed something. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, right. I mean, maybe A-Chain's something. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, and it's not just from our team. It's from, you know, coaches and and other all league you know sportscasters and all you know they're all t people are noticing them and that's that's something that's a positive vibe and they're so. calling us a track team <laughs> yeah that's true that's true yes you know you got mustard who can run real well you got him who can run real well a chain and uh you know waddle and uh, hill and <laughs> how are you gonna cover all those guys you know yeah. if they happen to hit the field at the same time yeah and then you got a guy that we thought was pretty much out the door and miles gaskin and and he 
he may had himself a great game the other day. So yeah, he did play well. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, you know he's wanting to fight for it as well. So we, we've yep. got some choices to make there at the running back position. You know, we keep going back and forth between Ahmed and Gaskin as to who's going to make the team yeah. and who isn't. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough. <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. just have to see how it works out. Mm-hmm. So Matt, what is your expectation for a Saturday? I'm sorry, expectation for what? Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Okay. <sighs> Let's see. I, I, you know, I, I'd kind of like to see Tua get out there for one series. Just complete one? maybe, yeah, complete one, maybe one or two passes. Put the uniform on. Mm-hmm. Just get back out Work there. Up a sweat. Do something. <laughs> yeah, like just complete one pass. Get him out there because he hasn't played since. I mean, what December? He hasn't seen live action since December. Besides practice. Yep. So put him in some, in front of some in front of some fans and Do you want to see if that jujitsu helps him <laughs> He's gonna need it if Armstead ain't out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um no, I, I I'd like I'd like to see I'd like to see Tua, Hill. Because Hill's been healthy. I'd like to see Hill get out there and run a couple routes. Because I don't think they're gonna use anybody in the third preseason game. That seems to be what everybody's going to to give everybody two full weeks off. Yep. Get the starting offense guys out there. Get them a I couple. Think you, may, you may see them for a couple of series. I don't think yeah. they'll see much more than that. Don't do anything special. Hand the ball off. Maybe something out in the flat. Don't run anything special. Don't even target Hill. Don't throw him anything. Have him run a couple routes, but don't get him hit. What if he gets wide open? I still don't throw it to him. I don't <laughs> want people thinking about him. It's the preseason. Don't waste that on the preseason. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're doing it in camp. <laughs> yeah, they have been. Yeah. Well, they got to practice it. Do you know? Do you know who's been catching most of them lately? Barrios. Yeah. As yeah. far as the bombs are concerned. Mike, but, you yeah. got any? Uh, you got any preseason excitement? Anything stand out that we haven't talked about yet? I want to see the defense shut them down. Yeah, you were talking about that offense getting out there, Matt. That's that's kind of what I'd like to see too. I'd like to see that starting defensive line go out there and just yep, make wreak havoc, make the other team look bad. That's what I'd like to see. Let's see how Long and Baker work together. That's something we haven't really talked about yet. Let's see if they get out there and be the inside of that three-four. Are we? Are we are, we're pretty much primarily going to be running a three-four next year or this year, aren't we? Uh, it's going to be all over the map. You think so? Uh-huh. More hybrid stuff. All right. I think they'll mix it up. I do, yeah. but I think their you know their base is a three four, and they'll go yeah. from there. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I want I'm excited to see also talking about the defense is is AVG Andrew Van Ginkle. He's again he keeps making making plays and making highlight reels whether it's practice or scrimmage and and you know he's a guy that really should be getting some more playing time. But it's tough with our linebacking and out you know defensive end positions it's uh it's a deep room there he has a history of carving out a role he so does. i'm interested yeah. to see what he can do yeah he's a smart player the yeah, only problem is. you have with him is sometimes he gets pushed around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's undersized know, by, the, by the big guys yeah yeah and so i mean that's that's really the only drawback to him you know but i think he makes plays and i think you got you got to find a place for him you know yep. uh, yeah he just—he's a smart football player, and and you can't have enough of those. Yeah, he, oh, in his ahead. in his limited snaps last year, it seemed like he was on a highlight reel every week, and you know he'd have fifteen snaps a game, but he was making more impact plays than guys that are in there for for the whole you know every defensive snap. So 
it's you know those playmakers you want to give them more time yep all right guys uh i thank you for joining me this evening and uh i thank everybody for listening and uh, we'll be back after the uh, houston game oh, man until then fins up everybody yeah thanks a lot take care guys fins up fins up everybody keep everybody healthy this weekend there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, Finn fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right, until next week, be well and take care. Network.